Hi and welcome to another lovely, lovely Saturday. Welcome to the Honest Modern Dating Podcast with me, your host, Harvey Hook. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about how not to be obsessed with someone. Now, or how to stop an obsession, uh, something like that. Basically, I put out a, a question to my Facebook page and I said, Hey guys, what do you want to listen to a podcast about? And this was the thing that most people were interested in. Now, the reason why I decided to go ahead and do this is because it actually ties into relationships as a whole uh, and just the way we interact with people and ourselves in general. Because, you know what, why do we get obsessed with people? And the, and the thing is, like, what it, what is obsession in the first place? I would describe obsession with someone as, you know, one-sided infatuation or one-sided collective, like, one-sided uh, attachment. Because, honestly, let's, let's be real here. If the other person was just as obsessed as you were in you, as you were in them, it wouldn't be obsession. Like, it would be mutual. It'd be great. Like, there would not be a problem. Now, there might be a problem later on when, you know, it's like you guys have been so obsessed with each other that all of a sudden your, uh, you know, the rest of your life starts to suffer. Maybe you stop seeing friends and things like that. But you know, sometimes if you're in a mutual obsessed relationship, it's great for a time, and that might be what you need. But if you're in a relationship now that's one-sided, and honestly you're obsessed and you're trying to get something out of it and it's not really working, we have to look at the situation for what it is, not what you'd like it to be. Now, that's the real interesting thing is it's the not what you'd like it to be. Because when we're obsessed with someone and it's one-sided, it tends to be more about what we think should happen or what used to happen or some feeling that we used to get, right? And, you know, in the past we've talked about happiness, but it is, it's just happiness. And straight up at a very fundamental level, and you know, what I really love and what I'd really love for you to love our first principles. So first principles are the like the core principles. It's like how things really work at a nutshell. And here's the fucking truth. And I've said this a thousand times. And if it's the first time you've heard it, you know, congratulations. And if you've heard me say this a thousand, like thousand times, this will be the thousand and one time. And you know, if you think it's boring that I'm saying this over and over again, well, repetition is what is it? Repetition is the mother of all skill. And that is, we don't get into relationships to be happy. We get into relationships to share our happiness, and we get into relationships because of our happiness. Now, think of it this way. You know, when, you're, when you've had a really good day at work, or when you've had a really good just week or something, all of a sudden, just people seem to come out of nowhere. They're like, oh, here they are. It's like, hey, how are you going? You might go out. You might, because of that free-spirited cavalier casualness, just meet new people. And whether or not they become friends, lovers, partners, whatever, you might really connect with them at a whole new level just because of that happiness. Now, imagine a sad day. And everyone's just... The world isn't working, and then you go out, or you try and meet people, and everyone's just terrible, and why would we want to meet anyone anyway? In fact, when you're in that sourpuss mood, you end up bringing out the sourpussness in other people. They're, they're not so happiness, right? But what can happen is, is sometimes we're happy, or sometimes we're content, and you know, if you... Like life, life is life is like a fucking left and right. It's a balancing act where you can't fall off the actual thing, you know. So for every time you're gonna be unhappy, there's gonna be happy, and that's the balancing act. 
But what happens is, right, is that in most situations, what I find, people get obsessed with someone else because what happens is, is they met someone in a good state, you know, and they met someone because of that good state, you know, because we're happy or whatever. And then in that thing, we learnt the wrong lesson. Now, we learnt that, you know, oh, I feel really good around this person, so maybe it's that person. Or I feel really good around this person, or I feel really good about people, or I feel really good in a relationship, so maybe it's the relationship. Or maybe if you've never been in a prop, like a, a more intimate, more romantic, or a longer-term, or whatever relationship, right? And you've seen other people, and you think, oh, well, they're happy. And then guess what? We get obsessed. Because... We're a little bit like a drug addict. We got a taste. The first one was for free. And now we got a pay and we're like, ah, oh, just, I'm out of money, man. Can I just get, you know, I'll, I'll trade you my watch. And that's where we get needy because then we start wanting to trade. You know, you start figuring the other person out. You, you stop being you and you start being what you think they want you to be, which, oh my God, that's a fool's game because they are human just like you. And some days they're going to like you to be exaggerated. Some days they're going to like you to be really quiet because they're exaggerated and they're quiet. And playing that game is a fool's game. So think of it this way. If you got into, if you met this person because you were happy, right? Or because of some joy in your life, whether or not you know it or not, it was a result of that. And then you've attributed that person to making you happy, right? Like you've attributed that person to making you happy and then you think, okay, I've just got to get that person in my life because if I am, then everything will be good again. Then that's the mindset that needs to change. If you think that chasing them is going to make you happy or bring you back to how things were, that's not the case. Getting back to how things were outside of the relationship is the thing that's most likely to get that person back in your life. Because as we said before, you don't get in relationships to get happy. You get in relationships to share your happiness or because of the fact that you are happy. Now, happiness then is whatever it seems like to you. It might be excitement. It might be uh, joy. It might be, you know, just having a really good week and all this kind of stuff. Typically, you know, to me, happiness is peace. It's the ability to just be at peace with whatever happens in your life. And that's, that's, that's an ongoing thing right? That's your own relationship with yourself. And that, if you do that, if you follow that, you'll find that the people that, you know, people naturally will come into your life because of a result of you pursuing you. Now, I'll tell you a story because, oh boy, we love stories. Once a good friend of mine came to me and she said, you know, I know you're a coach. I know you get paid for this. I know, you know, people all around the world need your help. But I need your help. Someone close to me, her boyfriend just broke up with or they broke up and then she discovered that, you know, he's seeing someone else. And now she's suicidal. And I was like, here we go. Let's do it. Because, you know, this is just something that's part of the job. So I go there and I see her and she's just emotionally incapacitated. She's just lying on the couch. She just physically can't do anything. And she, I would describe, at least in that state, was probably, you know, the answer is like how to stop being obsessed with someone. She needed that a while ago. 
And you know what the most powerful thing for her to learn was? And this is the most powerful thing for you to learn is, is that for her to truly be back on her feet was that she needed to focus on her. Now, that's the thing is that some people think, well, if I focus on me, I'll get that person back. The moment you do that, they will know because they'll see you. They'll be like, oh, they're, they're getting their life back in control. And then they try and get you back in their life. And then you drop everything again and it goes back to how it was. What saved her life and what will save yours, whether or not it's now or in the future, what will drastically improve yours is to learn how to pursue you for the sake of pursuing you. The other day I was speaking to another uh, dating coach who's a relationship coach. He's a very interesting gentleman. And uh, because personally, whenever I go out, I don't talk about what I do. I think I've mentioned this before. I don't waste my emotional energy on trying to convince everyone or, you know, because otherwise it becomes a script. You know, I don't know if you've ever had those conversations where when you chat to someone, they're like, you know, you're like, you know, what do you do? Oh, you're a uh, scientist. Uh, does that mean you, uh, you uh, test on mice? No, you know, it's like this scripted conversation sometimes. So I try to avoid that because I want to connect with real people before I reveal to what I do. But this guy... He, he's a relationship coach, so he brings it up because he's really excited. And you know what? Let, let, let them eat cake, right? And uh, I don't remember why I brought this guy up. Oh, yes. He was asking me, and everyone was asking me then. So, you know, what exactly, you know, what's the whole reason why you do it? And I was like, look, people don't buy dating advice. They buy happiness. That's the thing. That's what we're all here for. I don't care if you're... Someone who just, you know, is single for a while and is trying to figure out how to get a partner. I don't care if you're someone who's been in relationships and you just want to learn how to be a bit more free. Whatever that means. Wink. I don't care if you're someone who is, um, who is, you know, you've been divorced and you're trying to figure out how to reconnect with new people. And I don't care if you're someone who's, who's just been in a situation, jerk relationship after jerk relationship after jerk relationship, and you're like, when will I get what I deserve? We all want to be happy, no matter what situation is. Now, that is why half the stuff that I deal, under the deal, my drug dealing, drug dealery, drug, drug, drugness, is all about being at peace. Because I know that through that peace, you fucking help people. Like, you fucking connect with people. And it's, it's this thing that, basically, it's my favorite two words, automatic action. It's because of your happiness that the, you connect with people, not because to make you happy. Now, that's the biggest thing. You know, when I was touring and we used to be a professional wingman. In fact, uh, we, I used to go out with guys. I was paid to go out with guys. This is how I know so much about like what's going on in a guy's head as well in these nuanced situations because I would be there and we'd be like coaching guys, right? And it was really funny. For example, I still kind of do it, just not paid uh, because I didn't really feel like I was... Um, Making people happy. So, for example, I was going out last night. You know, I went out last night, had my cameraman out with me, you know, and all these other friends. And I, they're like, what do I do? And I just, this. And they're like, wow, it really works. I'm like, you're welcome. You know, but it's, what you find is, is that even guys in that situation where they're like, how do I talk to girls? What do I do? They just want happiness. They just want to feel happy. They want to feel like they're in control. Whatever happy means to them. You know, they just want to feel that. And it's funny because the ones that screw it up are the ones that are looking to their girl to be happy. 
You know, like, imagine if you, I don't know if you're a girl listening to this or a guy listening to this, whoever you are listening to this. Imagine, you can you can feel if someone is coming to you, they're trying to connect with you, they're trying to date you, for example. You can feel if they are looking to you for something because they're hungry, right? But the people who aren't hungry are the ones that you want to feed because they're grateful, they're excited, you know, they're, they don't think that you need one more. You know, it's like, it's for example, it's, you know, when I was, uh, what was I? I was like 20-ish, I used to work in this cupcake bakery or this cupcake cafe. In fact, you know, it was one of the best choices I ever made. And uh, what was really funny about that is because at the start, these guys did not know how to bake. They, they didn't know how to like regulate the quantity of cupcakes they baked. So they baked a lot more cupcakes than they needed to. And what would happen is I would take them home at the end of the day. Now I would then go and I would bring them to friends and parties and things like that. And it was really funny because I never really felt unsafe walking down the street at night with a giant, like several boxes of cupcakes. Cause I thought if someone was going to mug me, I was just going to throw like a hundred cupcakes at them and be like, and be safe. Cause no one expects the man with the cupcakes. But I can remember this one exact time and when I tell you this story, I want you to think of a relationship that might have been like this. But I can remember this one time where, you know, I bought two giant boxes of cupcakes. So maybe there's like 50 cupcakes in either. Very, like, Melbourne's top, and I would say one of the world's best top cupcakes. And I bring two of these boxes to the thing, and one of the guys is like, you know, last time he bought three. What the hell? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was my job to do that. And it's the same in relationships. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was my job to make you happy. But it's a privilege too. It's not your job. It's a privilege. Now, this goes for those people who also look at relationships that they are trying to help or fix people. It's not your job to be their therapist or to fix them. It might be a privilege too, but it's not your job. And if you spend the entire relationship doing that, guess what? That's how it'll go. Like, that's the relationship you'll have. In fact, I have even relationships in the past, right? This is a real thing. I have relationships in the past where I've realized I was more their coach and just a sounding board than an actual participant in the relationship. And so I stepped out, even friendships. And then I've had these people come back to me and they're like, you know, um, and I just really want us to be friends again. And I was like, so what does friends look like to you? He's like, I just need someone to talk to. And I'm like, yeah. You want to invite me into your pain. I don't want to be in your pain. I'd like to help you through it. If you'd let me, I'd like to be happy with you. But I don't want to be in the pain with you. You know, if someone's sick, it doesn't help them to have you more sick. If someone has a broken bone, it doesn't help them to, for you to have a broken bone. So then with emotions, if someone's feeling bad, it doesn't help them for you to feel bad with them. It just does not make sense. What it does help is for you to be strong. If someone has a broken bone, it, they need you to be strong to potentially help them through rehab or whatever they need to get through the broken bone. Like, that's the thing. So that's the best thing about relationships is that, sure, there's going to be an ebb and flow. You know, there are sometimes you're going to need someone to look after you. There is going to be times where you need someone to look after them. They, they, need, they need you to look after them, right? It's not your job. It's never been your job. It's a privilege. It's a privilege that you do, that you get to do. 
It's not something that your sole responsibility it is. And this is why I say this is because I find a lot of people, they think this is their responsibility. In fact, that's how they view love. We've been conditioned sometimes that love is certain things. You know, if I say, you know, what is love? What is a relationship? Answer that. What is a relationship? Some people say helping, right? Some people say it's a connection. Some people say a relationship and love is pain. And if you think that, that's the thing you're going to get. Now, if you work with me privately, pretty soon you're going to learn that love is collaborative and relationships are collaborative. And also, love is happiness. That it's an extension of your happiness. It's a result of your happiness, not to make you happy. And it ain't a mental game. So if you'd like that, please email me at harveyagetimhook.com so we can uh, set up a coaching call and blow your mind away. But honestly, so we've talked about how to stop being obsessed with someone, which is focus on yourself. Now I want to reverse it. How to stop someone being obsessed with you. Now here's the interesting thing, right? Because when we reverse it, it's a separate situation. The thing is, as we said before, it wouldn't be a bad thing if you were obsessed, if the two people were obsessed with each other, right? So then we want to look at it like you want to push them away because if someone's being obsessed with you, what you have to do is literally have hoops for them to jump through. And I don't mean like a circus animal. I don't mean like you're trying to train them, but, right, if it was a mutual or something you wanted, the obsession wouldn't be, like it wouldn't be a bad thing. So what I mean by hoops is basically requirements that you need. Like we said, love is not collaborative. It does not need, someone does not need your permission for them to love you. I'm sorry it's true and someone does not need your, your permission for you, to, uh, their, their permission for you to love them. Relationships are. Relationships are collaborative. They are two people working together for a common goal, whether it's a friendship, whether it's five minutes where you're just buying a coffee from someone at a shop, whether this is a thing. You and I are working together. I would say we have a pretty good relationship. Now, why we want to push them away slightly is because the reason why they're obsessed is they're trying to get something out of you that you can't give, right? They're trying to get something out of you that you can't give. So you have to push them away in that sense and only let them in in ways that you are, uh, you are capable of giving it to them. And you know what? Sometimes I have stalkers. I do, and I'm really fucking pushy. Because I know that if I let them in, I will get sucked into their sadness, into their obsession, and into their mental game. That's the shit that happens. So instead, you push them away because you're not willing to collaborate and, you know, I don't believe everything's forever. And probably you don't either. But some things are. Some things, you know, like if you break up with someone, you don't ever want to see that person ever again. That's it. But here's the thing. If, you, if there is someone who is obsessed with you or is pushing for your time and you do want, you do like them and you want them in your life, only let them in your life in the way that you're willing to participate. You know, if they're sad, don't respond to their sadness. Because honestly, if you don't have the ability to say, shut the fuck up, don't be so sad. <laughs> like if you, don't have the, if you don't have the energy to, to break that pattern to help them through it, then you can't do it and it'll put you at a deficit. You'll feel drained, you'll feel annoyed, and you've got to protect your emotional energy. You have to protect it so you can invest in the right people. You have to look after you so you can help other people, so you can love other people, so you can be in relationships with other people. I'm asking you to be selfish so that way you don't have to be. 
it's this thing. And I would argue that some people who are so, you know, that they're trying to please everyone, they are actually the true selfish ones. And I'm actually saying it here. The people who think they have to please everyone are the true selfish ones because they're the ones that aren't, and this is very controversial, this is the stuff I'm going to say, because they're the ones who think that if they don't do certain things, then no one will love them. That's the true selfish thing. But if you were selfless, self-full, you would fill yourself up because like a cup, when you fill yourself up and it overflows, what happens? You get other people wet. And I'm not saying sexually, I'm saying with your happiness. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you did like this podcast, make sure if you're on iTunes, make sure to leave a comment or a thing. Uh, And if you're listening to this on my website, make sure to share this with everyone you know ever. And if you are interested in further coaching, make sure to just email me at harveygethemhook.com or go to www.gethemhook.com. There is a coaching section. If I haven't met you before, I'd really recommend doing a one-on-one coaching session because that itself is really powerful, really powerful. You know, I have some, like, I have a few set up and I actually love the people that I connect with. Um, Really powerful. And, you know, you'll notice that when you do these things, right, when you have, if you actually look at my website and you want to go on the, uh, and you apply for a coaching call, I have tests. I have hoops for people to jump through because I want to make sure that I'm not just talking to someone who wants me to pull them, pull me into their happy, their unhappiness. There are, there are, there have been people who have done that before actually, and they've worked, you know, because guess what? I'm human too sadly. But anyway, so if you did like this, um, yeah. And remember, we're always trying to get to number one and I hope you have an amazing week till next week. Uh, Harvey out. Bye-bye.